podcast. That's those spirit fingers were creepy. They look. Like I know. Crap. It was a bit like an itsy bitsy spider climbed up the water spout. Anyway, <laughs> the listener at home can't see me, so don't judge. No judge. Uh, I'm Lauren, and I'm Michelle. Welcome to the podcast where we like to talk about business mixed in with a little bit of party. And mm-hmm. Lauren. And today's show is brought to you by the Raw Raw Spirit Team. Growing your business is just the beginning. Too many business owners, Michelle, they try to grow their business on their own, but there's a fabulous community that's just waiting for them to get involved. The Raw Raw Spirit team is a supportive community filled with expert programming, up-to-date training on all things trending, guest experts, mentorship, and like-minded business owners. It's serious, but fun, and also super supportive, and it's full of community business owners like our listener at home so if you want any more information on that head to rahrahrahrahspiritteam.com for more or check out the show notes we've got links directly for you we sure do. so today yes so today on the show we're going to be talking about how to build more prosperity and increase the performance of our business and our life with a little bit we like to call woo 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 Yes, we 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 we. Yes, so we've got a, quite a spiritual kind of uh, aspect to the show today, I guess you could say. But we do like to tie that back up with business, uh, and certainly with my business, it makes sense. I do use a fair bit of woo woo because my business is woo woo. But it is good to have, I think, a balance. You know, balance of all aspects. Um, and you know, my naturopath, for example, she is a uh, a nurse, but she's also a naturopath, so she's got both aspects of you know the spiritual and she's got the actual medical knowledge as well so i think it's good to have that um, that little bit of business uh balanced with spirituality and that's what we're going to be talking about today and the thing is that like this is the this is how you and i live our lives so we don't need to become you know a business show like other business shows where they just talk about that we're really talking about things that work in our lives that we've used, that we've tried, that we've maybe started and, and stopped and gone back to. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's the whole point is that this is a big part about how you and I live our lives. And so yeah. I feel like we would almost be doing a disservice if we weren't having episodes like this, because yeah. this is really a lot about how we run our lives and make the decisions that we do, right? Yep. Yep. And it's all experimentation. That's why um, we're taking the listener at home through a journey, really, because we've revisited our businesses from time to time, how they're going and things like that. So it's definitely a journey. Um, Now, Lauren, we'd like to start out our chat by catching up on what we've each been up to. Um, so did you want to go first, your takeaways and things like that? Sure. I um, actually went on a holiday I don't think I told you I was going to go on one, but I, we went oh. on one, we took three days off, three nights oh. off. And, uh, we went, uh, about two and a half hours from where we live and we stayed in an amazing, uh, like house in the hills with the biggest bathtub and a fireplace and in the rolling hills. And we drove around and had a fabulous dinners and yeah, yeah. it was just like the best. So I, I realized that cause normally every year, I go away for forty-five time, forty-five weeks at a time. Normally yeah, yeah. international travel. Yep. Well, obviously with COVID, we haven't done that. Our trip to New York had to be cancelled, 
And so, you know, also I'm a bit limited at the moment because I'm, you know, running my own business and I just don't kind of, well, I, I'm going to change that. My, I'm not choosing to take as much time off in a row as I have done in the past when and you're employed by somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes. I get that. But I was getting paid to holiday essentially. Exactly. Yeah. So at the moment, you know, uh, you know, we're going to go away for Christmas for a couple of weeks, head to see my partner's family. But aside from that, cultivating that time off where you have, you know, a few days here and there of relaxation, I'm realizing is a priority for me. And so we ended up doing that. And yeah, it was just wonderful. So I didn't really have any big aha moments this week, no huge revelations, except the fact that I'm really deep into a fiction series again and rereading Outlander and it's kind of killing my whole reading business book vibe. But (laughs) at the same time, maybe it's what I need right now as well, which is just a little bit of imagination. And Mm -hmm. so I'm just kind of indulging in that. So how have you been? Yeah, great. Um, yeah, same, same, same. I do have a couple of takeaways though, which was um, I was feeling a little bit heavy at the beginning of the week and I'm involved, if the listener at home hasn't uh, listened to us from the start, involved in the spiritual sort of holistic um, world. And I was feeling a little bit heavy coming into this week and I just sort of thought, you know, sometimes it's like your crystals and your other bits and pieces you have at home. They all need cleaning occasionally. And I think that it'd been a while since I'd actually got in and I've got a really good cleaning technique, Lauren, where I use um, a bit of eucalyptus oil mixed with water and it's an incredible cleanser energetically. The color of eucalyptus is orange, which is essentially like using a scourer. So it's like really intensive cleaning. So I hadn't done that. Eucalyptus I have isn't orange. No, no, no. Energetically. It's energetic color. So psychically. Yeah. (laughs) I saw your face and I'm like. I'm sorry. Psychically. Psychically. So (laughs) I use it to clean my table because I do a lot of healings, you know, in my room and I hadn't used um, anything on that for ages. And I kept coming in my room and I'm like, oh, it just doesn't feel right. It just doesn't feel right. And so I spent this week just going and and cleaning everything with this eucalyptus solution. And then um, I was so excited because I went to Coles yesterday and they've actually got a little bottle already made up of eucalyptus, which is specifically for cleaning. It's a cleaning fluid. And I'm like, oh my God, this is a revelation. So I came home and, and did the whole place. And it just feels so much better. And I did have a very quiet start to the week. And I feel like sometimes for me, because I'm in holistic sort of health and, um, you know, readings and stuff, I feel like spirit sometimes gives me an opportunity to kind of do that because I didn't have any clients on Monday. And normally I've got, you know, quite a few and I was just like, didn't have any clients. So I went through and cleaned everything and, uh, and I even did a healing on myself as well. So I didn't go to anyone for a healing. I did a healing on myself and just felt a whole heap better and a whole heap lighter. So I was a bit sad on Monday when I was like, where are all my clients? And I also finished up the mentorship this week. So my group mentorship's been going for the 10 weeks. Um, It was actually 11 because we had a week off for school holidays. But yeah, finished group mentorship. So I was feeling really down about that because I've just enjoyed Mm. seeing all these women every week, twice a week. And it was sad, you know, I was like, oh, they're all like my friends and we're all chatting in Messenger and yeah, so it was a bit of a downer, but um, I've got a new group of women who are all keen to go. They're all messaging me. When are we starting? Rah, rah. So I'm going to have a week off for Halloween. We're going to go away to Rainbow Beach for the weekend um, with the girls. I'm going away for a girls weekend. And then I'll start the new round of mentorship that following week. So um, it's good. It'll just be a different group. So um, yeah, I was just a little bit sad um, about missing out on seeing those girls every week. But um, I also sort of put myself out there a little bit because it was a bit quiet. 
I decided just to post, do a little post. It's quite funny. Put a little post up on all the community pages. And um, so I went through and did that, all the local ones on the sunny coast and then in this community that I live in, the estate, and, uh, and got a bunch of bookings. So there were bookings for this week. There's bookings for next week, the week after. So that was really cool. And they're all local. They're all sunny coast people. So they're all coming here, which is great. Because uh, I was doing a lot online, but I didn't have a lot of locals that are coming through. So I thought maybe I need to touch base with the local community. But it was a bit hard. I was like, mm, you know, do I need to? I've, I always just trust spirit and blah, blah, blah. But then I'm like, well, maybe, maybe spirit's letting me know to do this because I have the inkling to do it. And I'm like, maybe they're giving me some clues. It's like my dad tells that story of like the guy hanging off the edge of the cliff and three people walk past and offer him help. And he's like, no, I'm waiting for God to save me or Jesus to save me. And then he dies and he goes up to heaven and he's like, what you, you didn't save me. And they're like, I sent three people. You didn't like, you didn't get help from them. That's so hilarious. that's why in the back of my mind, I was thinking maybe that's what this is. They're sending the three people to help me. So I did that, got more bookings, hooray, more locals, love that. And more referrals, which, um, which is what I rely on because I don't advertise. So I guess it was a little bit of like letting go of the ego for me and just saying, look, you know, yes, spirit supports me. Yes, I've had a lot of people come through, um, but I want to do this um, to bring a, f- a few more people directly into my business. Um, but yeah, interestingly, one of the ads that I put up caused a furor uh, and one guy jumped on and he's like, oh, you know, um, you're an evil person and doing terrible things and rah, 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 and just had a massive lend of me. And I'm just like, right, oh, mate. And I, uh, I, I kind of let him have it, but I was like, you know, I was made redundant at the beginning of the year. I didn't have a job and I don't qualify for job assistance and all of these things, you know, like I didn't, I've got mortgages to pay, mate, you know? So I just fell back on my spiritual gift and uh, here I am helping others and feeling wonderful about it and loving life and la, la, la. He's like, sorry to hear about that, but you're terrible. It's still a terrible person. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And then it was really funny because I just was like, I'm not responding anymore to this person. And then some other guy um, j- jumps to my defense and is like, oh, you know, leave that poor girl alone. She's just running her business and doing life and rah, rah, doing the best she can. And then some other guys got on there and told me that I'm, I'm from the devil and, and Jesus hates me or something. And then the first guys attacked the Jesus guy. And then someone else has got on and then a whole bunch of girls have gotten on going, Michelle's amazing, leave her alone. So it's still going, Lauren. It's, it's been going all week. Oh, I posted this on Monday and it's been all week, this conversation. And I'm just like, I don't even want to know about it. Like I'm trying not to look at it, but you know, it's nice. Like it's nice that people are defending me. So it's very, very interesting. Yeah. Uh, it tends to be the men I find that jump on me like that. I've never had a woman jump on me like that. Um, so yeah, just very, very interesting, but I'm still glad I put myself out there. Well, you have to put yourself out there and you have to market what you do. I mean, we've yeah. talked about it a lot. You can't just give value all the time. You have to also ask. Yeah. And yeah. you also have to remind people, you know, I don't think I, rem- I mean, I feel like I talk about the spirit team all the time because mm. it's on the promos of all my podcasts and things like that. But if you're not listening to every single thing I'm doing, how are you supposed yeah. to know? That's it. Same with you. Like if you're not following everything that you're doing, how are you supposed to know? You got to remind people. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And you can't say no for the customer. We've learned that before. Mm. And I think putting yourself out there is awesome. And it's funny how people will work it out amongst themselves and you just don't need to get involved. No. Let's say Rodney, let's just say Rodney is not going to be coming and booking a visit um, or a reading with me anytime soon. We can, we can leave Rodney out of the equation. Um, (laughs) Sorry, Rodney. (laughs) <laughs> Poor Rodney. So today we're going to give our listener at home a few tips, Lauren, around uh, using woo-woo as we're phrasing it or coining it today. 
uh, to improve their workspace um, and hopefully bring in some more clients, which is what you and I are trying to do every day. Um, so we'll discuss how things like crystals, um, for example, can assist with well-being and prosperity and success. And we have um, spoken a little bit about the benefits of crystals in a previous episode. Um, we'll also maybe touch on, um, because I've got a few people ask me about property, uh, buying land, you know, things like that. How do I get that block that I want um, and not lose it, you know, to someone else, for example. So um, I did also speak to someone this week who knows a little bit about the uh, theme for today as well. And it's not a huge conversation, but it was a, a segment of an interview I was doing for uh, someone else that I work for. And I asked her permission and she said yes. So I'd really like to incorporate some of what she spoke about. And it was just a really good point that she was making. So I won't say what that is, but I just wanted to sort of highlight that, um, that we're going to mm. have a little segment of her in our show. Um, and she is actually a numerologist and a few other interesting things. That's so going to be a really mm. good chat, but I will insert that into our conversation. Sounds great. And speaking of numerology as well, I know that um, in the next few weeks, we're actually going to be speaking with a numerologist. So there'll sure be a whole are. episode that's dedicated to that if our listener at home is curious. Yep. And numbers so, and business. Know, and numbers and business, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, like Michelle, I think it's so funny because when you live a certain way, you sometimes forget that other people don't live a similar way. And I know you kind of shared that story a while ago about the woman who was being interviewed for the news and it turns out that she was a bit of a hoarder and, and that yeah. kind of thing. No, and I think one of the, you know, the big motivations for us talking about this subject today is essentially that, you know, we recognize that it's so important to have energy flow in everything that we're doing. And a lot of that I think is around surrendering, but it's also around kind of like creating a space for that. So I really want to talk about those two things. So first of all, I just want to mention as well that for our listener at home, we did do a whole episode on decluttering. There may be a little bit of repetition from me in this episode in relation to that, because I think it's really important and really worth, you know, mentioning that a big part of creating energy flow and getting the best out of your business is creating the space to do that. So, you know, just off the top, when I was talking about surrendering, I think that that's sort of a part of, you know, maybe like the whole process about creating flow in your life as well is just kind of putting that trust in and allowing, but you need to put the space in for it as well. Do you think that you, Michelle, are somebody who likes to control a lot of things? Because I'm like that. Yeah, I I'm like hugely to- into control. That's why when I'm doing um, yoga, I yeah. can't do pigeon pose to save my life. And it makes me really angry and I want to punch the instructor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's also because you struggle sometimes with not having bookings because I know you're not making money that day. But at the same yeah. time, I celebrate those breaks because I go, woohoo, I don't have to work today because I, I just, just cleaned the, the whole house from top to bottom with you. Exactly. Lauren, so, that's what I did. <laughs> but, um, you know, I don't know, maybe surrendering. I don't know why I started talking about that. It wasn't actually in my notes to even go into that subject, but it just kind of mm. came. It came to me because I think that when you create space in your life, you also need to just allow life to unfurl around you. And I think that's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I like that. I'm just writing that down. It's a very good quote. Um, We tend to write down the quotes we like and we uh, use it in social media. So um, yeah, that was a great, great comment there. Um, Yeah, no, I have to agree. Um, I think a lot of what I'm trying to do is letting go of control because that is one of the things that freaks me out when I don't have the clients. I'm like, 
oh my God, I'm never going to see another person. I'm going to have to go and get a job at Hungry Jack's. Um, you know, all of these things kind of go through my head. But then that book story, the bookstore story with that guy, it always pops back into my head every time I think like that because I'm like, well, worst case scenario, I go and get a job at Hungry Jack's. I worked there for five and a half years. I got plenty of experience there when I was, you know, 15, <laughs> 14 onwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm sure they'll take me back. It's on my resume. So, you know, worst case scenario, that's what I do. It's not the end of the world. So I try to think about that for that whole day. And then when the thing was popping into my head about maybe putting ads up on the local community pages, and I'm now a member of this uh, small business group or a business um, where we live on the sunny coast, and it's all women, fabulous women, six of us. And one of them was talking about this small business page. And I was like, oh, that's right. There is a small business or a page. And that's specifically for promoting a business. So I put that in there um, and that's where I got a few bookings from. And there's also this big billboard up in our local community. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I could um, apply, apply to have my business put up, up on there because it's free. They're just like promoting people's businesses on a little billboard within, wow. in, within the estate. And it's on a main road into the estate. So it's a really good uh, billboard. And it's only had three different advertisers in the two years I've been here. So it's, it's been, each one's been up there for a really long time. So I think they just kind of forget about it. So I was thinking, oh, maybe I can do something like that. So what, what I love about this and, and talking about control, yeah, is um, it may be a little bit off topic, but I think in terms of the control around uh, our business and having, you know, a day off and, and not having a lot of clients on that day, what it does and uh, it actually makes us get a bit more creative maybe and think about, all right, so how can I tell more people about what I'm doing? And, you know, it makes us look at that. Otherwise, if I'm just like chockers, 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 back to back, you know, five days a week, seven days a week, I'm not doing any of that. I'm just working, you know, nonstop. You know what it is, is you're working on your business, not just in your business. Correct. And a lot of people don't take the time to work on and in. Yeah. And you have to do both. And that yeah. most people I would recommend that need, well, all people I would recommend actually, you need to schedule the time in. I'm going to work on my business today. So, you know, if you're not someone who's scheduling that time in when you're gifted the opportunity, like you were, Mm. of not having, having any clients on a Monday, that was your opportunity and you've taken it. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. That's really good. And there's another lady in the same industry and she actually said to me, she deliberately blocks out her Monday to catch up on other things because she said after the weekend, her energy is not great um, in terms of feeling like, you know, doing readings, connecting to people, rah, rah, rah. So she tends to, I don't know if she works on the weekends, I do, but um, I, she always takes the Monday off because she said her energy is always low and she just recognizes that. So I think that's um, very, very powerful. Um, so as I mentioned before, Lauren, I had an interesting conversation with a lady. Her name is Morendi Leverett. Um, I spoke to her for spiritual events directory, but she randomly mentioned that she had a woman come out, uh, Feng Shui and perform numerology on her business. Now I thought I'd just insert some of what she had to say. So I'll do that here and then we'll come back in a few moments and continue to have a conversation. Today we have Morendi Leverett with us, which is fabulous. Now Morendi is a Reiki practitioner, numerologist, a spiritual healer. I am looking at my notes, a regression therapist. You also work with women and teens, which is great. I love that. Um, And also training to be a holistic counsellor. So Morendi, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. That's no problem. And Mirandi is in her car because she's uh, got a very busy morning dropping the kids at school and all sorts of things. So I appreciate you taking the time to uh, have a chat to us. So Mirandi, could you just maybe um, elaborate on some of the things that I just mentioned in terms of who you are, 
um, and, and what you do? Yeah, well, I've only, I guess, been um, using these spiritual tools and things for the past, I guess, 11 years. It was when my father passed away, I discovered or rediscovered them. So it's been probably more so in the last six years, I've been really honing in and learning more. So um, I really fell in love with numerology and crystal healing. And I just recently did my Reiki, which I feel really complements what I offer with my crystal healing and my numerology. So I, yeah, I don't, use them in isolation I tend to use them um, as a collective for my clients when I'm doing um, sessions with them Mm -hmm. the crystal healing what does that fall under like is that just um like is that literally what the course is called and then you're using the crystals on the body of the person yeah so I guess I did things a little bit backwards most people do reiki first Mm. and um I never had the inclinational calling for it I guess I'm a very tactile person so the whole idea of using crystals having people hold them or placing them on people's parts of their body or you know creating crystal grids or just having crystals you know around you in your home or workspace is what kind of appealed to me so yeah so when I do a session or healing you know because I can do distant or you can do face to face but yeah majority of the time yeah I place the crystals on the person's body I guess just like Reiki you use the chakras so you can place the crystals directly uh, on top of the chakras that you know you feel that that person needs to be working on. Mirindi the um, numerology so with the numbers that kind of helps us because I, I have a lot of um, you know people come to me and ask about life purpose and things like that the numerology actually helps you determine your life purpose. Yeah. Is that, is that how you would? Yeah, yeah. exactly. It, I guess I wish I, well, I had kind of learned numerology before I actually did the course myself. Mm-hmm. I had a lady come into my business and do feng shui and numerology on my business to help me, you know, grow it. But I guess I never, cause you weren't, you know, they just tell you this is your life path number and this is, you know, challenges, whatever, but you won't, it wasn't explained to you what the background of numerology is and how it works. And then when I studied it myself, it was like a light bulb went off. So yeah, I think the more people learn it earlier in life, I think the better you are to help prepare yourself for, you know, what life's going to throw at you. I think you're going to be, if you know, you know, it's not like forecasting, you know, or like a crystal ball, but at least if you know what life path number you are, you know what your traits are, um, I think you've, you've, you're kind of one foot in front of other people in life. Yeah, you can be semi-prepared maybe, sort of semi. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. And did that make a difference when you had the feng shui or feng shui, everyone says it differently, um, and numerology done on your business? Did you notice a difference? No, I didn't, but I think it's because it wasn't explained fully to me. So okay. it wasn't until years later I did like a intro to feng shui course and then it all made sense. Uh, and again, I did numerology a few years ago and I went, oh, that's what they were talking about. So it was yeah. like those consultants who you dealt with just kind of brushed over the surface. Whereas yeah. I find with me and how I do my numerology and crystal healing with people is I give them the, the whys and the reasons. Yeah. I don't just say, oh, you've got to do this. I'm always that person. Well, why do I have to do that? What yeah. is it going to do? How's it going to work? So when I'm yeah seeing clients, I really try and um, give them more information rather than just say, oh, you're a life path, such and such. These are your challenges. This is what you need to focus on. I actually say, well, this is why. 
and make them better understand it because I think if you just kind of give them general information people aren't gonna embrace it or understand it yeah and I think it's good that you had that experience because that was your experience you know you had that Mm. and you were like I didn't get it and the why is so Mm. important because everything is intention so if you've got someone coming in and going you know, you're just sitting there. Oh, okay. So you're going to feng shui my business and, um, you know, do my numerology and I'm just going to like keep going about my business. Like you're not incorporating it all and you're not really integrating it. And, um, yeah, exactly. You don't really know, well, why do I have to put a plant in that corner of the room? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's all about intention. I love that. I think that's perfect. The experience you had is perfect. Thank God for the lady that came in and did that because here we are. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. The wise. So Lauren, that was Mirendi Leverish, and uh, I just thought that was interesting. It's only short, but I just thought it was yeah. interesting just to sort of fold that into what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. And what I like about what she said was about kind of needing to have things properly explained and how she likes to find out a client's why. Now, what I like about the why is Lauren and I have spoken about in previous episodes about how important the why is with whatever we're doing, whether it's a side hustle, you know, whatever our main business is, you know, the why is really important. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why you, why do you go to yoga? Why do you go for a jog? What is your intention? What are you getting out of that practice? And that's what really resonated with me. And that's why I wanted to pop Morendi into this conversation. So um, what are we trying to achieve is another thing. So I always say to my healing clients, look, I, if someone comes into me and just goes, take it all away, I don't want it anymore. I'm like, look, we need to work together on this because you've got an intention. You've got a final outcome in mind. But if I was able as a healer, just to whiz bang, get rid of everything that you don't want anymore, anything that's bothering you. And that was it. I mean, we'd all be perfect. We'd all be perfect little angels walking around the earth with no lessons. We're not getting triggered, you know, all of those sorts of things. It's just not possible. So there's always going to be stuff that you still need to hold onto and work through yourself. So it's more of a collaborative effort than me just going, you know, magically it's all gone. You don't need to worry about any of that anymore. Um, Your whole childhood is perfect. So um, that's what I like to say to my clients. And I just think it's really important for them as well. I always get my clients when they're on the table to set an intention. What is it you want from, from this practice? Certainly they can see themselves as being fully healed. That's great because that helps me. So even if they're not fully healed at the moment, you know, visualizing that is great. So all of those things are really useful. Um, but I think it is a collaborative effort. And I also feel like that in terms of, uh, you know, using the spiritual aspects we're going to discuss today, applying that to your business um, is great and it all helps. But I think the intention is at the basis of all of that. And the foundation uh, is really important. Yeah, I agree. And I think that it comes down to, you know, the whole concept, like I said before, which is that you need to get clear on your why, but you need to work in your business and on your business. For sure. It's both. And so, you know, I think that when we take a look at the environment that we're working in, when we take a look at, you know, the energy that we're putting out there, when we take a look at the people that we're spending our time with, those are all factors that really do influence, you know, whether or not your business is thriving or not. Because if you're surrounded by, let's say, no people or surrounded by, you know, maybe people that are challenging or you're surrounded by clutter, that sort of thing, that's really going to help stop you from attracting prosperity and also being the best performer in your business. So I know that for myself, some of the things that I like to do 
is essentially to keep my desktop clean, for example. I like to go through and make sure that my emails are all filed into the, you know, I actually put everything pretty much into a one finished folder. I don't have a Michelle folder, for example. I just put them all in one. Yep. You know, that my, I'm backing up my computer, that I'm, you know, my office that I dust it regularly and I clean it and, and that sort of thing. And at the moment at our house, we're actually just going through all of our stuff and we're decluttering and we're just getting rid of things that no longer, you know, sort of, I don't know whether or not, I, I can't speak for my partner, but for me that they don't represent who I am anymore. Even if that's mm -hmm. like a nice shirt, let's pretend. Well, if it's not really who I am anymore, I'm going to get rid of it. So yeah. you were doing your walking, Lauren, I think, weren't you? You're walking. Water. Yeah. I'm yeah. still doing that. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> but uh, I'm progress. still doing it. That's the point. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, going back to kind of what we were talking about off the top of this episode, which, uh, you know, I think we're probably going all over the place a little bit, but you know, sometimes there are other things that you can incorporate into your business, not only making sure that, you know, the way that you're operating your business, you know, being done properly and that essentially that your office is clean and all that sort of thing, but there are other things that you can add in that can help you. So recently I bought a bunch of crystals. Michelle, you inspired oh, me. I got myself wow. a beautiful rose quartz angel Ooh. and I got myself I don't know if you can kind of see some of these. Oh, yeah. So it's a malachite, there's amethyst, and, uh, lapis um, lazuli. The lapis lazuli, yeah. yeah. And I also got a labradorite one, a garnet yes. one, some others. So these are actually Ooh, necklaces because I was kind of thinking that I might, um, and citrine as well. So citrine Perfect. is to attract money. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about these, all of that today. I got these necklaces and things to maybe wear, but essentially I thought I might also just kind of pile them and have them. And mm -hmm. I don't know, it's just kind of cool. So yeah. I guess if we could get into the subject now of crystals, because mm -hmm. sometimes adding those outside elements into our business and into our life can actually really help us with our prosperity and with our performance. So mm -hmm. can I kind of turn that over to you? Cause you're sort of the expert in relation to the two of us on, on this subject. Yeah. Now let me tell, turn you around, Lauren, just have a look at my table here. So the listener at home can't see these, Beautiful. Um, but I put this one, that's a um, Caribbean blue cow site and it's just stunning. It's my stunning thing. And it looks like the beach to me. I put that up on Facebook. You're talking super close to the mic. Just be careful. Ah, right. Um, yeah. So I put that up on Facebook because I got a whole heap of inquiries. I actually got um, some readings out of that. And that is a citrine, like what you were just uh, talking about there as well. So yes, beautiful. Um, yeah, so that's my desk and I have all of those crystals. They all have a purpose. Um, there's nothing there that mm. doesn't have a purpose. So um, just for an example, what I might do actually, Lauren, is I take a photo of that because the listener at home can't see any of that, but I'll take a photo and maybe pop that in um, Maybe we can use it on socials or something like that. Um, the different crystals that That's I've good. got on my desk. So I'll just make a little note of that here. Now you mentioned citrine um, and citrine is connecting into your solar plexus. So that is um, around prosperity and abundance because um, the solar plexus is power and control. It's where we sort of uh, do the thing, take the action. It's a little masculine, a little yang. Um, so we create, you know, down at the, the root chakra is where the motivation, the fire, the passion is. And we go up to sacral, which is creation. It's where the ideas come from. 
And the solar plexus is where we actually do it, you know, putting it into action, the yang. So the citrine literally relates to the solar plexus and that is the gold, you know, color. So you go up from uh, orange is sacral and then you go up into solar plexus, which is yellow, yellow or gold, which is citrine. So if you want to apply the crystals to the different, uh, you know, chakras, the major chakras, then you've got your rose quartz, which is your heart space, but also the malachite because it's front and back which is pink and green. So if you're just looking at a chakra chart, for example. So the prosperity um, is citrine. Um, so I've got prosperity. I've got citrine, a lot of citrine um, on my desk to bring in that. Um, but there's also a bunch of other crystals. I'll talk about um, the different crystals specifically for prosperity. Um, but this is something that, you know, if you want to bring in more, you know, dollars, more clients, um, you know, that sort of thing. It's about abundance, um, you know, getting the property that you really want, the home you really want, all of those things. Um, Citrine can actually help with regard to that. Um, the other thing that's interesting, and I learned this when I studied pranic energy healing, and you mentioned you had a red stone there, the red garnet, um, but also I guess you can use uh, ruby and other red stones, um, is actually really good on the left hand because on your left hand is where you're bringing things in to your life. So if you want to bring in prosperity and abundance, um, you wear a red garnet on your left hand um, and that brings in. If you have it on your right hand, that's putting it out there. So you want to do it left um, and that actually brings in um, abundance and prosperity into your life. So there's a bunch of other crystals, um, pyrite, which is fool's gold. Um, so that's the one that looks like it's like a um, bit of a hematite, silvery looking yeah. stone and it's got the gold looking stuff through it. Um, Pyrite is fool's gold. That's also really good for um, prosperity. Uh, green jade, which I actually have some of um, here as well on my desk. Uh, green adventuring, um, green moss agate. So a lot of the greens. Um, rose quartz is pretty good for abundance as well, which is heart space, as I said. Um, emerald and ruby. Um, so ruby is the, you know, the red again. And um, yeah, so that's just a few of the ones that are specifically for prosperity. If our listener at home is interested in that. And the idea is, Lauren, that they work in with those chakras that I mentioned. So those particular chakras will be associated with different purposes. So that's why we use citrine mainly, um, connecting into that uh, solar plexus. So, um, yeah, I just find they really, uh, really assist me with my business. So you've got, How do they you have work, some good though? choices there. Oh, thanks. How do they work? Like, um, do it's you based have on to frequency. wear the crystal? Do you need to hold it? Can you just sit near it? I know you told me one time, I don't know if it was on the show or if it was off the show, but about how a clear quartz crystal can actually an amplify the other ones. Yeah. So, so if I'm, so if you, uh, if I'm working in the holistic business, I have uh, a little bit of clear quartz because I like to amplify the crystals I've got so that the client, when they come in the room, feels the energy from that because crystals have a frequency, like a vibration. Uh, they also are intelligent, which means we can program them to do certain things. Um, we also need to keep them clean, which is really important also um, because if we're going to have them in our business and they're all you know, really dirty, um, people come in and they feel that or they're not serving their function as they should. Now, in answer to your question, with the rose quartz, for example, I will wear this one in my shirt. So if I'm trying to do heart opening, which is the intention of rose quartz, so you think about the purpose of it, um, heart opening for me, I've got that in my shirt. So it's close to my heart space and it's basically drawing out, you know, any pain, grief, you know, whatever's sitting in there, it's doing that. Um, same story with malachite. So I'll wear those in my shirt. Um, Will those but- make you sad all the time? Make you sad? No. Rose quartz is the highest vibrational, one of the highest vibrational crystals there are. 
So that's so actually if it's drawing it out. It means it's absorbing it from it's you. Absorbing, it's not making yeah, it's you absorbing process it. Crystal. Yeah. So it's taking it away mm-hmm. from you, which means that's why we need to clean them. That's why we need to clear them because they're absorbing all this stuff, especially if they're in your workplace, in your office. So with Citrine, I have that in my room, in my office where I work from. I don't wear it on me necessarily. You can if you want to. If you're doing solar plexus work, if you feel like you've got a blockage in there, um, then great. You know, wear it on your on your body, carry it in your pocket. Um, necklaces are perfect because necklace, it's sitting around that area, you know, around the solar plexus or whichever okay. chakra you're working on. Um, just as a side note, the reds are really good because if you think about the seven chakras, the root is at the base of all of that. And if that's out of alignment, that's throwing everything else out of alignment. So if you're trying to get a business off the ground or you're trying to buy a house, or you're trying to do something big like that and your root chakra is out of alignment, everything else is out of alignment and it's going to make it super, super hard. So you would want to have something red. Um, I've got a red Jasper. It's not super red. It's sort of a rusty color, but red Jasper is connecting into root chakra. So that would be something that um, if I was trying to balance out my root chakra, I might have that in my pocket because it's close to that area of my body. Um, And you want to bring that back into alignment. So um, as a bit of a promo, and obviously both of us have our own businesses, but if people want to work through that, I am a healer and I do um, work through balancing chakras and things like that. Um, And my link is in the show notes. Um, But yeah, you can wear them um, or you just have them in your workspace. So this one, I had um, the company, when I worked at the company, that's that smoky um, citrine that I showed you last time. Now that is citrine. It doesn't look like it, but it's it's citrine. So it's the gold one um, and it's got a bit of... um, iodization through it so it's quite reflective um it's smoked so smoky um and it's got the beautiful detail inside it as well now that one actually is very very clean let me tell you now that it's in my house when that was at work at the company that was super dirty all the time and i was constantly cleaning it and charging it um but now it's it's pretty good you can see it's very um transparent there's some rainbow sort of colors there um and i will take a photo of these and um put the put that in the um socials and in the show notes and things like that um, but that one is really good at absorbing, um, negative energy, but also bringing in the prosperity because of the smoky quality to it. Um, so a smoky citrine is perfect for business. Perfect. Yeah. Bringing in all okay. that energy that you don't need anymore and it just takes it on. Um, so hopefully that answers your question. Well, I guess, so you kind of talk about crystals, like they're entities, like they're yeah. these little vacuums yeah. or yeah. They vacuum or they project. Yes. And they're intelligent. Right. Well, they do both. Yeah. They're intelligent. So with a crystal, if I'm doing a healing on someone, I'm like, I will put a crystal in someone's heart. Um, and I'll say, can you please, you know, remove um, the grief that I felt, you know, cause I'm an intuitive. So can you remove the grief that I felt? Um, and then the chances are this often happens, Lauren, where I place these crystals are very secure And then the crystal just jumps off. Like I've had crystals jumping all over the place, landing on the floor. And I'm like, you've had enough. Great. And then I pop him away and let him have a little rest. And then I go and cleanse them all. (laughs) So the crystals will do that. And people apologize. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. You know, the crystal is programmed to leave your body when it's had enough. Um, So because I'm busy doing other things, I'm not always checking on them. So um, yes, I have um, a job. Now the, um, this one is a selenite um, and I will, as I said, take photos of these. That's a selenite. So that is actually self-cleansing. Um, I think you have a piece of that that's very fibrous. It breaks very easily. Um, it's self-cleansing, but it also cleans the crystals around it too. So that's a really good one um, if you don't want to do your crystals all the time and have to clean them and look after them. Um, but the clear the quartz, smoky quartz clean the crystals around you as well. Uh, clears clears better. Smoke. 
Oh, clear is clear, clear quartz cleanses them as well. Yeah, clear quartz um, strengthens um, the frequency um, and it can also um, cleanse your other crystals. Yes, um, it can draw all the energy out, but it means the clear quartz needs to be cleaned pretty frequently if it is doing that. Um, but yeah, they do have an intelligence. So I will ask the crystals, you know, can you do this? Can you do that? Um, when I'm doing meditations, um, we can also, each crystal has a diva associated with it. So when we're doing meditation, sometimes I'll call in like the sub diva attached to a crystal. And that is like, um, you know, a, kind of like an energy form, like an angel kind of thing, but it's attached yeah. to that particular crystal. So um, it's very interesting. There's uh, crystal grids. You would have heard of crystal grids. Now, if you want to address there's different levels of divas associated with crystals, this is important to know in terms of, you know, if you want to do something very specific with your business, um, you know, bringing in prosperity, for example, there's different crystal grids that you can form, um, you know, in your, in your room, um, wow. that sort of thing. And people feel that energy, you know, so it's, it's really important to sort of understand that. So I will often communicate with the divas or sub divas associated with the crystal and just ask them, you know, what information do I need to know about this crystal? Is there anything else I can do to um, manifest more prosperity if I'm working with citrine, for example? So um, that's getting out there a little bit more, but, um, but yeah, the cleansing of the crystals is really important. So I can use, um, you can use smudge, um, sage. Um, I put them in salt water, the more the quartz is though, not the, um, absorbent like stone, like crystals. Um, salt water is an amazing cleanser. We hold them over incense. I play ohms to my crystals. It actually makes them vibrate. So when I'm feeling like the energy is a little bit meh in my room, I put on some ohms and if you pick up a crystal while you're doing that, you'll actually feel it singing along with the ohm because the ohm has a really intense vibration. Um, and I did this with my women in the mentorship group. They didn't believe me. And I played the ohms and they're all holding their crystals. We've just finished cleaning them all. They're all holding them and I'm playing the ohms and they're like, and I didn't tell them what to expect. I was just like, see what they do. And they were like, Oh my God, my crystal's vibrating. And I'm like, yeah, like it vibrates with music because it's like those real deep, like ohms, those rumbly sort of ohms. Crystals love that. Hey, if you make your crystal wow. happy, if you want success in your business, um, grab your citrine, play the alms, hold on to it, see what happens. It's amazing. Amazing. Alms. They love it. Okay. We need to talk about, you're talking, when you were talking about talking to your crystals, you're kind of giving me the impression that you talk to them like you would a person. Yep. Absolutely. So is that right? Is that how yep. you program them? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So if um, I say to my amethyst crystal hey uh what's amethyst for sleeping uh is third it, eye connection so connected third eye so if i go can you please well. help me to continue meditation. to help me with my third eye development yep meditation all of the above right yep. so do i need to set the intention with it first or does it just naturally have those it naturally has abilities, abilities but it right. kind of strengthens it and, and makes it more targeted so that when you're holding on to it, it kind of understands, okay, this is what Lauren wants. So intention is everything. Uh, that's our yeah. why we were talking about before. So the intention is yeah. everything. So you're just giving it that extra little, you know, this is what your job is. Um, please help me with this. Please assist me with that. Um, but the good thing with that as well is that with the, um, meditation, because some people struggle, you know, with the monkey mind and things like that. So if you've got your amethyst and you're like, please help me to connect and rah, rah, um, that's an extra little boost, you know, to help you sort of get through that uh, meditation and, and connect. But yeah, I do talk to them like a, right. um, like another person, but also Lauren, when you're programming them, it's good to do it on the beach. So if you have a little bag, a little sort of, um, you know, bag that's able to, the water's able to drain from, um, you can pop them in the water, salt water, um, as I said, 
quartz is a better. Uh, I wouldn't do this with stone like crystals or angelite. I know you've got some angelite there. So um, bag in the water, nice and salty. Um, take some fresh water so you can rinse them off and then bury them in the sand. So warm sand, sunny day, bury them in the sand. And then often we can program them while they're sitting in the sand and we can just put our hand over them or something like that. Um, so we may program, you know, you may have a bunch of amethyst for a bunch of, you know, something same. Um, program those ones and then you might bury you know your rose quartzes and, and program them and they actually like to sit in the warm sand because they come from the earth and you're basically returning them to their home and you know doing your little programming thing there so that's a nice place at the beach um, to do that as well wow okay and that's also mm. you mentioned cleansing so when you were okay so if our listener at home doesn't have a beach near them yeah. or they're not going to go to the beach today for example and they feel like well i want to cleanse my crystals now so when i Oh, in the grass, yeah, in the, the grass. grass. Yeah, yeah, because it's earth. It's all earth. Um, in the sunshine is wonderful. Crystals, um, you don't need to do the full moon. A lot of people think you've got to go out in the full moon. You don't have to. The sun's amazing. I actually took a photo, Lauren, and put it on my social pages of all my cards. I put all my cards out in the sunshine. When I was doing this mad cleaning thing on Monday, I'm like, oh my God, what else can I clean? So I got all my cards and I like threw them on this, on the, threw them. <laughs> I sort of spread them neatly and then it was very windy, half of them blew away. But anyway, I was trying to do a reading. I'm like, oh, which ones blew away? No, there's too many. There's like 20 or 30. Too many. I can't do it. Um, anyway, so they're all out <laughs> on the grass and I, I picked them up and no joke, like they feel so light and so beautiful. And I've been using these cards for six months straight, like full on. And they just feel so amazing. I brought them all back in and I'm like, oh my God, they're all like really light. And then uh, crystals, the same thing. So you stick your crystals out. Crystals are very similar to, um, cards are very similar to crystals, I should say. Um, all of these things need to be cleansed. If you're using oracle cards, tarot, whatever it is, um, they all need to be cleansed. So I stick my cards out on the sun, uh, grass in the sun and my crystals I either take to the beach or I stick them on the, um, out the back on the table in the sunshine. Um, and that sun is also really cleansing. It's a transmuter. It transmutes energy. So anything that's negative, um, it can actually just get rid of that and become neutral. So it makes it neutral essentially is what transmuting means. Can you put your cards, do they have to be all laid out or can you just put the deck in the sun? I lay the cards out um, because they all need to be exposed if, that's, if that makes sense. So I fan yeah. them out. I don't have them completely exposed, but I fan them out um, yeah. because all the energy gets trapped in between them. It's like when you're smudging your office or your walk-in wardrobe, I always say to you, get in behind your possessions. If you've got a bunch of possessions on the floor, you've got clothes, you've got things stored, get in behind that because that's where the energy gathers. So you make sure you fan them out um, at least, at the very least, um, and have the sunshine um, able to sort of penetrate them. Yeah, it's a really okay. good Okay, and do you have to do it a certain length of time or is the intention enough? Like let's say I only have five minutes. Mm. Can I do it or do they need to sit for hours? Because when I Googled it, I thought I had to put crystals in the sun for a long time. Um, it's you, the general public, it's, it's a couple of things. I'm sensitive so I can feel when they're done. Um, so if you're not super sensitive, it's better to leave them for longer, if that makes sense. So give yourself more time. If you don't have more than five minutes, wait, you know, just wait for longer. Um, so if you're not sensitive, you can't feel, you know, them lighter or cleaner, um, then I would suggest leaving them for a lot longer. But when you become sensitive, then, um, you kind of know, you know, when they're done intuitively. Okay. And then what about sage? So when I brought my crystals home, for example, what I did is I took my sage and I um, put the smoke all around my crystals yeah. and then that's, and I just figured that that was good. Is that yes. enough? 
Um, yeah, I mean, say, sage is good. Um, it's not, not the be-all and end-all, but the sage is good. Um, and just to remove the residual energy from the store because a lot of people touch your crystals yeah, before you get the them. Exactly. Um, but with the sage, there's the intention as well. So whenever you're smudging crystals, your room, your office, anything like that. Um, and I did do this in the company. I got in trouble because everyone thought there was a fire. Um, so don't do that in your, in your workspace. If you've got an air conditioning system, cause it just takes it everywhere. Um, and everyone in the studio was like, we've got to evacuate, uh, which is quite embarrassing. But, um, yeah, so with that is an intention. So if you're doing crystals office, whatever it is, um, you're instructing the smudge as well, um, to please, you know, remove anything which no longer serves the greatest good and highest purpose, any residual energy, that sort of thing. So it's no good just, and a lot of people do this. I just kind of wave it around and hope for the best. Um, it needs to have an. I always go love and light or love and light's perfect. This is yeah. love and light, love yep. and light. I Absolutely. pretty much just do that. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. That's perfect. Exactly what you meant to do. So very well done. Yeah, thank you. That's very um, good. So, um, how soon uh, do you start seeing the changes in your life when you start working with crystals or when you have crystals around? And do crystals need a lot of space? Like I've just was thinking when you were talking that I've got, speaking of cleaning everything, I've got, you know, um, like a kind of a stack of papers on my desk. It's organized and everything. Mm -hmm. Then I've got some post-it notes here and there. And so do crystals need space to do their work or are they okay in whatever environment they're in? I think uh, to answer that question, I think we all need space. And we've talked about that on previous episodes, I think decluttering um, where we are better with space around us. So minimalism is great. That's why I talk about walking wardrobes and things like that. So it's not so much the crystals, it's just us because we all vibrate. We're all vibrational beings. So crystals have a vibration. We have a vibration. If you've got a lot of clutter, it just slows down the vibration. So that's, that's the easiest way to answer that. Um, I think it's, yeah. it's good to uh, be minimalist, I would say. I don't have a lot of clutter, but I probably don't need to have yeah. my backup post-it notes on my desk. I could probably, probably put not. those away. And- yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah. And in terms of the length of time they start to work, Lauren, I've got a great um, example of that. I wanted to meet my husband. Obviously, I hadn't met him. Um, was looking for that person um, in my mid-30s or kind of mid-30s just before that. Uh, and I basically got the little rose quartz and popped that in my top because someone told me to do that. Uh, two weeks later, he walked into my life. So it took two weeks. So there was obviously, I'd done some work, you know, I'd been doing the work and stuff like that. And it was just kind of the uh, last little bits, I guess. And it was a psychic medium who told me that she said, pop the rose quartz in your top, um, do these positive mantras. Uh, so these positive mantras and two weeks later, he walked into my life and he so cool. was very drawn because we actually went to a crystal shop together and he was really drawn to, because the lady said, I'll have a crystal and he pulled out the rose quartz as well. And I was like, oh my God, I've got that in my shirt. And he's like, why have you got a new shirt? That was an interesting conversation. <laughs> but uh, he was very drawn to the rose quartz as well. So it's interesting um, because we really complement each other in that way. And we've been together ever since. So I think mm. it doesn't have to take a long time, but you do have to do the work. Everything, everything comes down to the work. So if you've got citrine and you're just like, bring me money, bring me money, bring me money. There's a little bit more that needs to be done around that. Receiving. Is receiving, yeah, receiving a heart important. thing or is that a, is receiving a heart thing? Yeah. Well, receiving is feminine. So if you link the receiving to the body, it's literally down the left side of your body. Cause that's your spiritual feminine side. If you split the body in two, so left is feminine, right's masculine. Um, so receiving is re- uh, literally relating to the left side of the body. Um, and it is feminine because it's going with the flow receiving is going with the flow. Whereas when we are in control mode, 
that's when we're kind of giving, doing, that's yang, that's masculine energy, which is connecting to the right side of the body. That's cool. And I know we have an episode coming up as well about yin and yang. So Mm. we'll probably take that conversation a little bit further there. So, yeah, well, that's really interesting. Cool. I think that I will put a rose quartz in my shirt and um, set it my intention to receive. Yeah. Process whatever I need to and receive. Yep. Prosperity and abundance and all of the above. Um, Lauren, I did want to mention as well, the vortex meditation for financial abundance. We have spoken about Esther Hicks in previous episodes, but the vortex meditation for financial abundance is really powerful. Um, I'll put a link to that in the show notes, Uh, but it's just got a lot of really good. It's just truth. You know, whenever I hear anything to do with Esther Hicks, it's just truth. It just speaks to me. Um, and that will be really good for the listener at home. If you are trying to attract abundance, because there's a relationship one there as well. There's a vortex meditation for every part of our life, pretty much. And whichever one I feel is relevant as a physical well-being one I use in my healings. Often I'll play that, you know, when I'm doing a healing for the person to listen to. Uh, and I just really love them because it's the breathe in, breathe out, and it's just really beautiful and fluid. So if we are working with receiving more, um, there is a meditation, you know, to help with that as well. So um, the financial abundance one is really, really good if anyone's looking to do the work on themselves. Um, and another one that I think is more feng shui is the jade plant. I remember um, speaking to someone who's an expert in um, feng shui and they recommend the jade plant and they recommend that kind of at the entrance to the home where people walk past it, you have visitors come past it, things like that. So the jade plant is a little kind of um, solid, very thick green leaves. It's a little bit like a succulent really um, linked to, I guess, Chinese culture as well. Um, And yeah, so the jade plant's a really great one and it symbolizes wealth. Um, and on a side note, also, uh, mirrors aren't fantastic, uh, but you wanted to comment. Yeah. I wanted to comment on the jade plant. So I have a jade, a hanging jade plant on our um, oh, front of our door. Oh, that's with that's the, the one, the bird nest. Bird. Yes. One. I don't think I told you the birds had babies. <gasps> so it's sunbirds. They it's had babies. Fertility. It's fertile. Yeah. And the, um, the babies left this morning, Gav said. They've gone already. They've gone. Yeah, yeah. This was quick. I know. It was like they came, they built a nest. Eight or nine days later, they must have had eggs in there right away. And then, wow. Yeah, because when I was talking to you, you weren't sure if they had babies or anything. I was like, have they got babies? Yeah, they did. They did. And then they they saw them feeding. And and then I felt like called to water out i left some water out last night but yeah they were gone this morning so oh i'm keeping an eye out to see whether or not but the birds were a little bit like the, there were two babies and they started getting too big to fit in the nest with the parents it was a and, small nest yeah it's small yeah mm. so um yeah so that all happened but it just made me think wow. of it because the jade plant is located yeah. at our front door yeah. and so that's actually Perfect. good yeah that's Ooh. that's feng shui. You're feng shuiing the the guts out of your house, which is awesome. Um, awesome. So yes, uh, jade plants. One of the things um, that we don't overly love in homes is mirrors, though. So mirrors absorb okay. energy and negative and positive. So if you have an argument or you've had other people live in a home and you move into it, if it's a rental or something like that, and someone else has lived there, or a house that you've bought and someone else has lived there, whatever's gone on in that house before you is still in the mirror 
So it's still in there. So it kind of, it can sort of project the energy back out, if that makes sense. So I don't love mirrors on doors in rooms. So if you've got an office that you're working from at home and you've got one of those cupboards in the, in the office and it's got the mirror, you know, top to ceiling to floor. You know, I have that. Yeah, it's, it's not great. Um, and as an energetic worker, I can come in and sort of clear, you know, the energy from that remotely or physically. Um, so that's a lot of the work that I tend to do because they can also be portals, um, which isn't a good thing. So we probably oh God, don't want scary. mirrors. Maybe you should do my mirror, Michelle. Yeah. Might have a look at that. Um, mirrors, are are good and bad. Um, I just try to minimalize those and I would never have the mirror facing the bed. Um, in a room. So definitely wouldn't have the mirror facing a bed or um, yeah, like looking onto the bed. So we often have them in the bathroom and things like that, which is okay. Um, but I don't have any mirrors in my workspace. I just don't. Um, got lots of crystals, but I don't have anything reflective. Um, so that's another sort of feng shui thing. Um, but I just thought I'd mention that as well. And that's hard because I rent, so I can't bust down those mirrors. No, those no. Mirrors are that there. would not be But I do your cleanse bond. a space with sage. Yep. And I do sometimes do like a light thing where I imagine I should do this every day. Actually, I do mm. myself every day, but my yep. property, I, you know, where I bring in the creative light and I cleanse everything and stuff. Yep. So maybe yep. those are some of the right actions. Yeah, it's all intention. So when you're waving your smudge around, just setting the intention that you're removing any, any energies, anything um, negative, yeah. fear-based or whatever from the mirror. Um, and doing that in your office is, um, is a really good idea. So Lauren, uh, getting into the party element for this week, and I'm guessing this is brought to you by my business. It is. It Great. is. So Michelle, our price, <laughs> the light worker, um, do a lot of mentorship at the moment. So if you're interested in developing or discovering what gifts you have and developing them further, um, that is what I do, uh, mainly. And I also do readings, wonderful angel card readings, mentorship, uh, sorry, mediumship, I should say. Um, and healings. I'm a chronic energy healer and Reiki practitioner who is studying to be a Reiki master. So we'll be able to teach Reiki as well, which will be really great. Another little feather in my cap. Um, so if you want to find me, I'm Michelle Price Lightworker on Facebook, and my link is also in the show notes. Now, a bit of recommendations and inspo for um, our party element this week, Lauren. And I wanted to talk about fairies just briefly. So Fairies um, help people get their, uh, what they want in life. Now, uh, I actually have my little Doreen Virtue book here and I'm going to put the link to that in the show notes too. So that's Fairies 101. Oh, beautiful. And this is a is Bible. Is that a big book? I'm going to buy that. Yeah, it's just a little paperback, very thin. Um, so these are collector's items now because we know Doreen isn't doing this sort of stuff anymore and doesn't believe in it. But um, I've had that for a long time and it's a Bible. Now, a lot of people don't realize fairies actually help out with a lot of um, you know material possessions. So if you're trying to get a house, a block of land, money, more money, um, you know, more clients, uh, improve your business, all those things, they help with all of those things. And a lot of people don't realize that. So I did a reading for a lady recently and she wanted uh, a particular block of land and she missed a few. And uh, they hadn't had the finance come through and the fairies popped into my reading. And I said to her, look, um, head out to the block, you know, communicate with the fairies, the elementals, you know, give the um, custodians of land, the indigenous people, you know, the uh, blessings and honor and all of those things. Take some broken crystals, pop them on the earth, take your little son, you know, let him come and do this little prayer and blessing and things. And so she went out there, she did it. And she's very, very good. Whatever I say to her, she does. So she went out there and did it. And this was the third block and the block is actually called, it's in um, the elements section. So the, we're talking about elementals here. The name oh. of the um, area that she's uh, bought the land in is called elements. And I'm like, that's amazing. 
So she did all of that at the land and then um, she got the phone call. She's still like putting the crystals down on the earth. She gets a phone call from her broker. Your, your finances come through and it had been weeks. Like at that point it had been weeks and they missed out on all these other awesome blocks on the beach, the whole thing. Um, the banking inquiry slowed a lot of things down and she messaged me in tears and was like, she left some voice messages. Oh my God, I just did the thing with my son. And then the bank rang and we got it. We got it. And they signed the contract and they're building there now. So this works, this stuff works. Um, so I just wanted to say that because I think that's really important um, for the listener at home to know um, that this, this is a real thing. Um, so it may seem woo-woo, but I'm telling you um, this person, and that's not the only example, but it's all we have time for. Um, it worked, you know, she went out there, she did the action and that's what I'm saying. You know, you got to put the work in. It's not just the crystals. You don't just dump them on your table and hope for the best. Um, we set an intention, we work with them, we cleanse them, we play the OMS, you know, all of those things. But, you know, that girl, she's so grateful because, you know, they missed out on all these other opportunities. So um, I just thought that was a really nice story to sort of finish with. I love that. Do you have to have the property in mind or I'm looking for to buy a property right now? Um, well, Can people come to me to find the property, Lauren. So she actually, um, a lot of people come to me before they even know where they're going to go. And, um, and that's what they come to me for. You know, I had a girl, I was like, she's like, oh, where am I going to rent next? And I was like, well, I'm in South Bank in Brisbane. And when I went to South Bank, I used to live in Ipswich and I used to catch the train and I used to ride my bike. So I take my bike on the train, go from Ipswich to South Bank. And she goes, well, Ipswich is where I'm looking. And I'm like, okay, we're in Ipswich. Let's go in Ipswich. And then I go through Ipswich and I find her house. So Spirit can show me what's coming. Um, and so I will go through and say, you know, this is what the house looks like, so on and so forth. And she's like, and I'll say, this is the number. And she's like, oh my God, I just looked at that. Or that's the one I'm looking at next. You know what I mean? So they can show us ahead of time and then guide you in the right direction. So if you're looking at a property, you know, where's my next property going to be? I ask spirit the question and I allow them to take me. So when that lady with the fairies was talking to me, I went there with spirit and I said, all right, so I'm looking at like a, there's a border, there's a fence up here. There's like a bunch of trees. There's some water over here. Uh, blocks facing this direction. I could tell the North, South, East, West. And she went, that's the block. That's the block. And I was like, there you go. And I actually walked there and had a look because it's in the same estate. I went there and had a look physically and I was like, that's what I was seeing. So spirit can take us there. It's amazing. Um, so if anyone wants to, you know, see what's coming ahead, uh, that sort of thing, Michelle, I price the light work on Facebook, but trust your intuition. You know, there's other people who do the work that I do. Um, so just trust your intuition. Damn girl. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. You know, this whole episode is a promo for you. So, pretty much. you know, if people at home are thinking, no, I don't really know, just do it. Yeah, pretty much. Use your intention though, uh, intuition, I should say. Um, so Lauren, coming up next time on the uh, Business of the Front Party in the Back uh, episode, uh, we're going to be talking about the dumb things we do. Now, this is going we to are. be a little bit funny. Um, it, we will have a lot of laughs, I promise you. Oh, God. So it's a little bit, it is a little bit silly. We're getting into the silly season. It's been a funny year, 2020. So I think that we need to have something a little bit lighthearted. And, and that was definitely the intention behind this. And it was particularly born out of something really dumb that I did. Um, let's just say that. So I, I think we need a good belly laugh after what's happened this year, after what we've been through. And so I can't wait for that one. So the dumb things we do is coming up next. Well, I'm going to have to think really hard about all the dumb things that I do because I think sometimes when they happen, I just erase them from Hope my to mind. Forget. <laughs> Try to forget as yes, possible. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, so this has been the business in the front. Party in the back. Podcast. Podcast. Was that better? That was better? Yes. That was good. <laughs> that was good. If you loved what you heard today, go and tell everyone, including your dog, 
And if you didn't like what you heard today, don't tell anybody. Beautiful work. Thanks, Lauren. (laughs) Thanks, girl. 